what's going on, everybody? This is Chuck Billy from Testament, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. All right, guys and girls, welcome back to a new episode of Interview Under Fire. As usual, this is your host, Sonny, here once again. Today, I'd like to welcome back the legendary Chuck Billy. It's an honor to have you re- return on Interview Under Fire today, man. You know, it's hard to believe it's already been about two years since we last connected, and here we are. Let me start off simple, man. How are you? I know a lot has happened in the last two years. How's life in Cali? <laughs> life, is, life is good. I mean, things are kind of getting back to normal, you know, being trapped at home for a long time. Yeah. Uh you know, that kind of, that was really a strange part of all of our lives, but, you know, we've always been looking forward to kind of get back to work and get back to something normal. And finally coming up here in the next couple of weeks, we finally get to go back on the road, but, you know, I still have a little bit, you know, I don't know. I think I'm anxious because I've been home for so long and haven't never been home this long. And now we're going to leave for a a while. So it's, it's sort of weird feeling I haven't had before. And it's weird. It's like when you're on stage, it's like, do I miss home? You know, if it's going to be the other way around when you're actually on stage again, then obviously, you know, staying busy during the pandemic, well, technically still a pandemic, it's, it was, and and is an important thing. I know revisiting 2020 Chuck is not something we want to do. Right. It's, but looking back, you know, one thing I asked you in, in our last conversation, I asked you a question about what you would have been if you weren't a musician. And you answered me with real estate from anyone who doesn't know that that's something that you also do. And from the looks of it, it's something that you still do when you're not on the stage. How has that been going? Because I know flipping houses is something that you've been doing the last year or so using different contractors, like last tell, couple tell of me, years. Yeah. yeah. Tell, me, tell me more about that, man. Cause I feel like it's, it's been picking up pretty tremendously. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's, I, I have a career where I don't have a retirement plan. Okay. I, it's kind of where it started. <laughs> and, you know, I've been doing this a long time and I'm thinking, well, what if one day when I'm not singing, what am I, what am I going to do to keep the money coming in? And so I love flipping houses. I've had four or five of my own. And over time I'd get them and fix them up and sell them for a profit. And I'm like, you know, I enjoy doing that. I love picking out the finishes, something about, fixing it up and selling them and going, wow. And seeing the, the feeling of a new family really enjoy what your work, what you did, the choices you made. So I was really wanted to do that. So November or October, 2019, before the pandemic, mm-hmm. I actually started like thinking, okay, I'm going to start joining a mentorship on learning how to buy houses and flip them. So I, I've joined a couple mentorships and the, the pandemic hit. And I was like, man, talk what about the timing. timing. <laughs> what, what timing? <laughs> I was really just dove into because I couldn't leave. So I just put all my time and energy and learning about, you know, the process of flipping houses. And then I came across a guy named Pace Morby. And he's the pretty much the king of creative financing. And he's out of Arizona. And his thing is buying houses creatively without using your own money. Hmm. And so I, I joined his mentorship and that's when it really took off because he built this great community of, but there's about 3,700 of us like students. And, um, and 
I jumped in there. We started learning how to buy houses without our money. Helping people out is the bottom line is what our goal is, is to help people out who need help because doing creative finance, I have about four or five different techniques, how to help somebody else get out of a situation of their house. If they're going to lose it or they don't have money to fix it, I have a bunch of options for them to do it. So I started doing that and, um, and, and love it. And I ended up putting together uh, with two other partners and we formed a company called West Coast Fire Pros. And we actually buy fire burned houses and fix them up and sell them again. And, and so now we're on fire. We've been like, you know, just, I got two houses in Atlanta, one in Berkeley, one in Sacramento that we're flipping right now. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're doing it right now. And, and now I'm like, okay, now I got to go back and do music. So yeah. Uh, actor's hat and putting back on the microphone and getting ready to do that. Talk about pun intended and congratulations on just getting that off, off the ground too. I, I feel like, you know, talking about like the timing, right. When you started this in October, 2019, almost like a blessing in disguise that you got to see the market during the pandemic. And now you're getting to see it hopefully on the other side going forward. So maybe that kind of went into effect as well. It's something that you can take with you going forward and shout out to Pace Morby for, for making yeah. all this happen for you too, as well. And yeah, and um, we've helped a few homeowners that were going to lose their house because of the pandemic and got behind and, and just couldn't dig themselves out. We've came in and kind of helped them sell a house that needed a lot of work that they didn't have the money to put in and we're going to lose it. So we'd come in and, and, secure the house, get them their money, help them out and, and get them down the road to buy something else and get on with their lives. So it, I'm, they're helping me and my business, but I'm also helping them mm-hmm. get through it as well. And I think that for me, that's the best part of it is that we're helping people. And I feel know? like this is something you can take with you on the road too. I mean, with all these fans, I mean, the outpour of, of the support that the band has gotten, but then they'll see what you do. It's like, wow, this is, best of both worlds i get to listen to testament and i get to get to save my money you know and keep the house that i'm you know and it's it has impact a lot of my peers too people have lost houses the market here in dallas goodness gracious i mean you're talking about skyrocketing i mean the the values of the houses have kind of doubled the 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 price yeah it's a good market it was all timing when we came in and um yeah, when I, we go on tour, because there's 3,700 around the country, I'm going to meet every stop that we play. Yeah, I'm my little community. Come on down, let's get together. Who's got a house for sale? Let's go. Let's get together and team up. And so, do you, I'm, have, I'm, do you have shirts like like uh, you're gonna bring with you on tour? I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, here's my hat. <laughs> awesome. Discovery Discovery Home Solutions. Awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll be there though for that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think. You know, I got two houses in Atlanta. One is up for sale now and one's going to be done next week. So I'm going to get to go by and see that when I'm in Atlanta in the next couple of weeks. So um, it, it's just, it's such a good feeling to pace Morby introduced me to family and they are like my family now and mm-hmm. we lean on each other and no matter what happens, music, life or whatever, I feel pretty secure that I'm going to have something to do and enjoy it just like my yeah. music you know, everything so. that everything that you're just telling me it sounds like you really have a passion for what you do not only just in music but for even just for this 
territory that you kind of just started a couple of years ago and now it's really picking up pun intended right you you're, you are yeah well if i can if i can pitch it to a tv show you know <laughs> I, I already got the title banging heads banging hammers if we can get that started and launched off the ground you know playing metal and flipping houses you know i mean that, that nothing goes well together than uh playing metal and flipping houses and, and you're doing it uh, I feel like you're setting an example too. This is something that maybe I think other people can also pick up on and also a sign that find the passion for what you do and go do it, you know, cause you can do it. And yeah, actually Chris from hate breed, he's actually a realtor in, um, in Ohio and he actually or Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And he actually brought me a house that I ended up flipping and turning over. And, you know, so there's other people in, in the music. I know some of the Slayer crew since COVID and left. They're all realtors and we're working trying to help them move a house in Brooklyn. So I may have I to look put, into that. I, I, I put a, um, a message out there during COVID because all the guitar techs and drum techs and everybody were out of work. So I posted and say, hey, anybody looking to help? And all of a sudden, bam. Yeah, yeah I saw on, that Instagram post. You, the, the outpour. And you're just like, <laughs> man, this is this is great for you. And all the uh, I think even Jose Mangan even came in. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's uh, what is it? They could play Lamb of God contractor in the background yeah. while that exactly. happens. And that, I mean, think about this. Like the future is is really I mean. I mean, you're already doing what you're doing with testament, but then this is picking up really quickly, almost even faster than you would imagine. I, I would think. And well, totally. We have a great team and we're and um, within our community. We do a thing called novations where we buy houses without our money and we lock mm -hmm. up a price. So within our community, our team is known for that. So all the people in our group that haven't done them come to us for advice or just to team up with us to show them and kind of hold their hand through the process. So, you know, it, it's, it's great. Can you plug in a website where all my listeners and followers can just check this out? Like, do you have a website for Discovery yeah, Solutions? You, or? Well, if you go to westcoastfirepros.com, that's that's our me and my partner's okay. company. I'll yeah. make sure I, I plug in that for you, man. man. Nothing but the best for you going forward, Chuck, as far as that is concerned. And it's great to see that. I asked you that question two years ago. Now, look at where you are right now. You yeah. talked about it. You talked about it in October 2019. You said the same thing. And now here you are, you're literally in your truck doing what you're saying you're doing. So I'm doing it. <laughs> so it's, it's really great to see. And, you know, I, I do want to switch gears here because uh, other things that you've done outside from flipping houses and like playing the music, boating life, golfing life. I mean, you have a home studio, the chief so much. How's all that been going? I know it's a loaded question, but I know that's an important it's part of what you've been doing. Good. I am blessed and have a great life and, and. You know, there's some more opportunities that I'm, we're going to break some news about some other ventures that we're getting into that's once are under contract. That's some big things that are going to happen. Um, it, it's, it's we've been blessed. We've been very just fortunate to, to do play music and then to meet people. A lot of fans that, you know, want to help out or get involved or, or present an opportunity. So man, I can't complain, you know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, before I, before I get to the the tour, I know a big part of who you are is that for anyone who doesn't know, you know, Chuck, you're also of the Pomo native Americans, which is indigenous people of Northern California. I know that's a, an important thing about who you are. I know you are proud in your native American heritage where you even give shout outs to your, you know, native brothers and sisters in the audience, you know, especially yeah. at a time like today, you know, what we've seen, I think but when I spoke to you last time, that was before the whole riots took over in the nations and obviously with the Ukraine situation right now, but standing up for where you came from, that's an important thing. Why is something that 
why is that something that's important to you? You know, especially considering well, for me, because Native Americans never got a fair shake. Hmm. Um, and there's still reservations. There's still tribes trying to fund and get support who have no choice but to open a casino to try to help feed their tribe. They don't have local police helping. They got to have the outside sheriffs come in. So they have to have their own police department, their own government. It's crazy. We're, you know, in today's age, that this, that should have been done. And just I'll elaborate on one of the things that's coming up is we're ta in talks with a tribe out in Washington that is going to be the first distillery, Native American-owned distillery in America, period. First one ever. And for them to make this happen, um, back in the 1700s, during the treaties, it was there that Natives couldn't make alcohol or even drink alcohol or produce alcohol. So when this tribe decided they wanted to do a distillery, they got shut down by the Bureau of Indian Affairs saying, hey, you can't do that. Why? Well, the Treaty of 1770, whatever it was, you can't do it. So they had to actually go to Congress for them to get this, for them to be able to have a distillery. So, and they ended up getting it passed. And so now they're gonna be the first native distillery and, and actually opening doors for other tribes now. And so it's a big step that, you know, we're on our own. We feel like we're on our own in our own yeah. world, but now we're expanded to where now we have a broader sense where we can make alcohol and, and stuff and get it distributed worldwide. So we're in the works of that. And I'm actually going to be one of the persons to help promote and spokesperson for a Testament beer and whiskey. Oh man, yeah. that was my next next question. I was like, <laughs> this is going to be a Testament beer, right? Like there has Testament to be beer and whiskey and, and oh, even a non-alcoholic beer that we're going to get a worldwide distribution on. Do you have a name so, for this? It's we're just talking to them now. Okay, okay. So, but you know, in the meantime, we're actually doing one locally. When Titans of Creation came out, there's a Morgan Territory Brewing Company back in, in Tracy, California. Um, we already had the labels designed. We has the Titans of Creation record, but COVID hit. So we had to put that on the back yeah. burner. We're actually just started brewing it last week. I went to the brewery to make it. We're making a Testament Kolsch. Um, and it actually happened to be his 666 batch of beer. <laughs> so he picked Testament. Yes. Titans of Creation is going to be that 666 beer. And it's going to be a Kolsch. We're going to only distribute it in California. So it's going to be one one run. We're going to start selling it April uh, 6th in California. So we're looking forward to that, you know. And we came out with a Testament coffee, dark dark roast of earth as well. So Wait, hold on a second. I, I judge me all you want. I'm drinking out of my Spice Girls mug right now, but I have a <laughs> I have a I have coffee in here. So when is the the coffee's already out? The coffee's my... out now. You can find that on our website or rock rock the letter D coffee. But it's called uh, okay. dark, roast, dark Roast of Earth. It's I'm really gonna, good. I'm going to do that immediately, man. Yeah. I had no idea that came out. But, uh, yeah. man, coffee and beer, I mean, it's, I mean, what else? Like, it's just, it's just, uh, <laughs> it, it looks like you've really taken the opportunity by the horns. And, how, by the way, how did the beer taste? Like, the beer, excellent. Beer is going to be great. It's, it's a German Kolsch. Me and Eric, we didn't want to do an ale or anything like that, that that's really like we want something uh -huh. that everybody might enjoy is it dark we, no it's a light lager okay lager. Uh, but okay. it's it, in cologne germany they make this special beer called kolsch 
And so when I told the brewer we wanted a Kolsch, they got really excited because they do a Kolsch once a year. And it's his most popular beer. So it's like, oh, dude, the brewers are so happy you chose a Kolsch. So it's going to be good. The 666th. Oh, my God. Yeah. My <laughs> mind is blown. I mean, it just... <laughs> It it only it only makes sense that it is a 666 beer um yeah. batch, but but man, I can't wait to see that drop. And I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I go to the website and order that coffee because that's I'm a coffee addict like none other. It's insane. Well, if you're at the show, uh which I will be down, we're gonna bring a bunch of cases with us. So we'll give you some to have a try. <laughs> Don't tell on. me that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, a lot to look forward to, and I believe you're gonna be here in here in Dallas on April 22nd, yeah, pretty, pretty I believe quick. in Amplified Live. So that's, that's right on the corner. So I'll be sure to, I'll be sure to see you there, man. Um, now let's, let's get to that tour, man. You know, cause a lot of exciting things um, as if we haven't talked about exciting things already, right. Um, to unravel about we, what you and Testament have coming up for this year. Touring is one of them, right? Obviously, which is one of the greatest things to see happening again these days. The Bay Strikes Back tour uh, starts on April 9th, I believe in San Luis, uh, up Cedar, California. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, finishes up on March, sorry, May 20th in Salt Lake City, Utah, if I'm not mistaken, alongside your bandmates uh, and then Exodus, Death Angel. This is a, here's the thing, Chuck. I don't know what you've seen on social media, but this is a dream tour for a lot of thrash fans. You have some real veterans and trailblazers from a whole movement of music. And I've had the inter- uh, the opportunity to have Zetra on my show not too long ago. That guy's a bigger nerd than I am. I had no idea. What a, what a nice dude. You know, oh, yeah. and, and here's the thing. I ask a lot of questions about chemistry between members of the same band, which I've done with you in that last interview, because I find that those kinds of stories are really interesting. But in this case, Chuck, I want to talk about the chemistry between the different bands on this tour. There's a lot of history between you guys. Do you think it takes chemistry to make a big tour like this work? And if so, what kind of chemistry are you taking out there on the road? Well, uh, well, just because we this we did this in Europe, that was the first time we did this tour. And it was the first time because every time you go on tour and you meet a new band, you don't know them well. You learn you meet them and you kind of get to know them over the process. And by the end of the tour, you're usually pals, you know. So this tour, when we went over there with Exodus Death Angel, it was like just being at home. And it really reminded us and had that feeling like we're still at home doing a show Cause I'm there's Ted and there's Gary and, you know, we know all the crew and, and it, it was really comfortable. There was no attitudes, no, no head trips. And we got along. We had, a, we had a really good tour we, we sold out a lot of places and had fun. And when COVID hit, we knew that, um, okay, let's go out there, but we were going to have to play to smaller capacities mm. and, and isolate us and everybody really live in their own bubble because we couldn't afford to get sick. And because once someone's sick, everybody, the tour is done. So we talked about it and I said, I called Gary and, and Ted and them and said, Hey, what do you guys feel like? Because my feeling is we had such a good time in Europe. It was so fun. Do you guys really want to do this American run knowing that we're going to be waving at each other from each bus and isolated in our own bubbles it just doesn't sound fun. And I, and the bands that I had spoken to who actually went on tour said, yeah, it was cool, but it was so different, but it, was, it wasn't it was fun. The fun kind of mm-hmm. was gone out of it, not hanging out with your friends. So we all said, you know what? You're right. That's If, if it's not going to be fun, let's just wait till we can go do it and have a blast. And here it is. We're now we're here, you know, so yeah. we're looking 
getting out there and just enjoying it, having fun and being fortunate to go, wow, look at all of us. We all have 35 plus years playing our this style of music and here we are ready to go kill it, you know? And I believe you were one of the first people to get COVID, right? Right after that tour. We I, all came I, home. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if the tour was cut, like cut short or right after the tour you guys headed home. And then. No, see, we, we, our last date was May uh, 9th or 10th. So we ended up, they ended up canceling the last, hmm. the last show in Belgium. They canceled it. They were going to cancel our show in Germany. By the time that the city contacted the promoter, the doors had already been opened and it was already sold out. And he's like, well, they're in. I'm not going to stop you. Let's play. Let's just go for it. And we played, but we also got news that tomorrow in Belgium is canceled. Mm-hmm. And we had tickets to go home two days later. Anyhow, the tour was over. So we 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 were dodging COVID that whole tool, tour, running from it, basically, and watching the news. And... Uh, and I think March 10th, we were supposed to go home. We had a first flight out at 6 a.m. Um, we woke up at the airport about three in the morning with the bus driver saying, hey, the president just shut, shut down all the borders. We're like, what? Oh, shit. Get oh, us shit. to the airport. Let's go. We got to go. So we were like panicking, thinking we weren't going to make it home. And we didn't know anything how sick we were going to be. And. We all got home and, and right away, my wife and my a friend that was touring with us, the, right when we landed, they were sick. They felt bad. And the next day they're like, oh, I don't feel good. And so we started texting all the other bands and same thing. Everybody, there was like 17, 18 of us that were sick out of all three bands. And, um, and so we we're like, oh man, this is terrible. And we didn't know how, you know, I was, we were down me and my wife for like two weeks. I mean, we got hit hard with it. And plus we first thought usually at the end of a tour, you're just toured burnt out. You're, you're mm-hmm. tired, your body's done. Yep. Um, so on top of the COVID really took us out, you know, and, uh, you know, Will from death angel, he took him a little harder. He ended up getting admitted to the hospital and was on a ventilator. I remember you know? that. And he pulled through, you know, he was on it for 14 to 17 days and that's a long time. So good for Will. He pulled out and we were very happy. And, um, yeah, it was a tough one, you know, so we came home and and, and we're the very first ones kind of like we made news because it was so new and we came home from where it was all happening and, you know, here we are. (laughs) And, uh, it's, I'm sure there'll be something when you guys actually take the stage again and be like, this with the same group that you did right before COVID. It's like, you guys remember that time? Like, uh, you know, like the last time you guys were on stage was during that time. So I think it's a good decision that you guys are actually pretty much putting the whole band together again and then taking it to the stage. We got, which is, a, few different, we got a few different. We're going to do this and we're going to take it back to Europe again. Hell yeah. And then even a, a second leg in America. So, you know. And, and this was already postponed from last year because originally yeah. it was. It was around yeah. that this time last year. I wonder if there's a di- different context for these shows since the tour had to be postponed. No, not really. I mean, it's it's a lot of the same venues that we had on that tour. We we moved them up forward. Um, a lot of tickets that were bought back a year ago were still good today. We didn't. There was yeah. no reason on it. They just kind of kept them. So it, it's just a matter of like we're feel like we're just starting off where we left off, you know, and, and it's going to be a little weird 
um, at the beginning, especially now that Tom had the battle with cancer and mm-hmm. all of us, it's going to be just getting our feet wet again and, and having fun with some friends again. You kind of have to like, uh, I don't know, kind of uh, get in that rehearsal mode again. It's like, okay, I got to make sure I, I know what I'm doing, doing when I'm on stage again. It's been so long. <laughs> well, I was how my lungs feel because I not talked. I heard about a lot of people having lung capacity problems. So I wasn't sure how that was going to affect me. But we've had two weeks of rehearsal. One about three weeks ago with Dave, and then about a week ago another one with Dave for a week, and then we'll have another one coming up before the tour. And how do you feel? Like, we all feel pretty good. We're jamming okay. through all the songs. Where I think we're all all ready to go and and you kind of just uh help me out with this next one because obviously dave lombardo you've got dave lombardo back on drums who played on the 1999 the gathering it's awesome that you were able to get another legend and established figure in heavy metal so to speak to fill that spot from gene hogland shout out to gene of course you know what has the transition been like and i guess what new element does dave bring or brought back into testament that the lineup hasn't had because i know you had your talk about the practice with them you know first practice with them not too long ago well i mean when dave did the gathering record in 99 Mm. dave brought um something that we were missing because eric would always write a record and do a demo on a drum machine and then give it to a drummer and say here you know make it yours do your what you do um when we did the gathering eric just it was the first time that he didn't do the demos dave just said let's just jam let's go and so Eric really got to focus on just playing guitar and didn't have to worry about drums. And Dave just did Dave and Eric got to be more creative. So I think that gathering record was a really shift for Testament. It was some of some of the better material we had wrote up to that point because it was a culmination of what everything we've done. And Eric actually had a little more black metal blast beats in there, which we'd never done before. So it was a new element, a new writing style and vibe that Dave brought in the songs or the record came out great in my opinion. So Eric had to go back to using a drum machine and working it out. And so now Dave being back and Eric over COVID has a stockpile of riffs. We're like, Hey man, maybe we're ready to write another record. And Eric, so we're, we're working on a new record already. So what did you mention earlier? You mentioned that it was almost like a reunion. This is exactly what it feels like also. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, totally. And and the funny story about Dave was is when Gene made his announcement, less mm. than an hour after the announcement, Dave texted me <laughs> because his wife seen the post from Gene saying, hey, Dave, I don't know what's going on, but Gene's leaving Testament. Testament's looking for a drummer. You better call those guys. So within an hour, I get a text from Dave and all it says is Lombardo, question mark. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> You got to be shitting me. You got to. So I called him right up and said, Dave, man, I, you'd be my first choice, but I, you know, you're in three bands and I just <laughs> didn't think you had time. And, you know, we're, our problem with Gene was is we, we have conflicting schedules. So we're definitely going to have him with you. And he's like, no, I got some time. I'm, we're not doing anything. Nothing's in the books. And we don't play that much with the misfits or suicidal and or dead cross when i bungle i mean and, 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 and some band called slayer you know that he used to play yeah. in, if everybody knows so he goes i got time i'm, I'm in it's so like well okay well if we're gonna do this can you sign off for the next three tours he's like yeah <laughs> like dude let's do it let's go he made he makes it easy man i feel like i feel like this almost like a new chapter for testament is is it's gonna be man 
Chuck, you already talked about so many things that you've di- you've done, and 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 now with the music, it's just picking up again, picking up where you left off, but even I'm picking very, up maybe even better. Very fortunate place, and um, I'm waiting for someone to chop my legs out from under me because it's no. almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you're good, man. You got, you got. <laughs> it's. I feel like it's this is this new chapter. It's like you're ready to get going. You know, I feel like the it's just a whole different timeline. Looking back at like 2020, it's like a whole different life now. If you look back into that year, and now here we are. It's somehow we've all aged two years, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. now and now here we are in 2022. And I want to shift gears here again. And shout out to Dave Lombardo. I mean, you, I feel like you guys are finally like the unit that you guys were yeah, meant to be. I also want to kind of clear the air and make sure everybody really stands about Gene. Yeah. We're best pals. We're buds. And I wouldn't ever count Gene out of never not playing with us again, even. And Gene's even said, hey, you know, if you got a tour, you can't, Dave's not available. Send me the dates. If I'm available, I'll, I'll do it. You know? And so we're like, cool, right on Gene. And um, we actually have something very cool that's going to come out uh, over the next couple of months. Um, we decided to go in and do a playthrough of the whole Titans of Creation with Gene for on video. Holy shit. So we, we, this is after Gene told us that he, you know, he's going to leave. We said, okay, mm. but Gene, what do you think about doing this playthrough? Just, you know, you know, let's do it. So Gene flew up and we did it. We hung out, no bad feelings. We're all bows and we, you know, and so there's going to be a very cool product for Titans. That's going to come out um, pretty soon. Yeah, that's awesome. And here's the thing, and um, all the love to Gene too. My both of my brothers are drummers. All right, Gene Hoglin is is an influence to them. So of course, I'm glad you you said that too. You know, a lot of people think, oh, Gene Hoglin, why was he kicked out of? The-? He was not kicked out. No, he's no, not. That's not, not how it worked. And uh, all no. the love to Gene. And, and- I see him playing again with us sometime because, he, like you said, he's, he's like- played with so many bands. I can't even begin to. I'm probably not even on both hands. Guy, like, you know. We can we can pick any set list and say, Gene, here's a set list. He'll show up and know how to play it. Yeah, I mean, we've been on tour and Charlie from Anthrax had to leave. Gene just stepped right in, played the set. No problem. We went to Katmandu, a band that he doesn't know any of their songs. The drummer couldn't make it into the country, so they they weren't going to be able to play. Gene's the hero. He steps and goes, I'll play. He learned the songs that night and did their set the next day. That's the guy you want picking up right where at the last minute he's going to, he's yeah. going to sign on. That's, that's Gene. That's Gene for that's, you. That's, that's why they call him the atomic clock. And and he's our friend and our pal. And, you know, and I just want to make sure everybody knows it's not something bad. Nothing, you know, he'll, I'm sure he'll play with us again somewhere. Things happen for a reason. One day Gene's going to be there and we're going to need him, and it'll happen. And it shows and it goes deeper than just being on stage together because it really shows the camaraderie between yourself, your bandmates and everyone else in between. It's it really shows how much of a character Gene is and and uh, how much devotion he has to his craft. And I've yeah. listened to Gene for as long as I mean, going back to like even like the strapping young lad days, you know, even before that. So he's done so many things. I'm not surprised anything that you're telling me right now, Chuck. So uh, yeah. all the love to Gene, all the love to Dave. All up to you guys for doing what you're doing. Now, uh, also, real quick, I also heard that you were part of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's a Chuck. What else have you not been doing, man? I mean, this <laughs> this series called What If. Tell me more about that. Like, what voices are you in that show? And um, so our listeners I, can be looking for you. Yeah, I I play um, on the one that has Doctor Strange loves. Doctor oh, Evil man. Strange. Um, it's on Disney Plus, I believe. I got a Disney Plus. Um, actually, the 
director of it is a metalhead and testament fan. So he actually reached out to me and um, told me the character. And, and so during COVID, I actually drove down to Disney soundstage down there in Burbank. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was my first experience doing something like that. And I had a blast. And of course, it was COVID protocol. So they were all on Zooms, all the directors next to me kind of guided me. But the best part about it was the director said, okay, on this part, um, use your practice what you preach voice. You know, so I did it. Okay, on this part, <laughs> use the demonic voice on this one. So he, he guided me with, with using my songs. And so Yo, that's it, very fun and easy. But I, I, I'm, I'm on that one and I play Dr. Strange, Evil Strange. And a lot of mine is um, a lot of fighting in the sky and a couple of uh, voice talking uh, to a girl, very low hell voice, you know, just doing this cool stuff. And I, I had a blast. I love it. I want to do more of it. But I've been doing voiceover stuff for, I don't know, four or five years. Um, I have a vocal um, um, agent down in, in mm-hmm. Hollywood that, you know, I've, I've tried out for Taco Bell to Walmart, ACDC records to all these, all these different things. And I now Marvel. And now Marvel, you know, so, you know, I mean, it's, 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 this adds on to that resume. I mean, what I don't, I'm not even gonna surprise like in a year from now, if we do another, uh, an episode, you're gonna have something else. Oh yeah. You know, I've, I've also been yeah, doing, like, I'm the governor of California now. <laughs> yeah. It's something else. Now you're know. okay. Now you're really teasing that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to be your first endorser. Trust me, if that if that does come to the surface. But uh, Chuck, man, we've covered a good amount of ground on this awesome conversation. It's always great to catch up and have you back on here. You know, these interactions we've had have always been a good time. You know, I, I can't help but ask, you know, what is the most rewarding part for someone like you who is now at this point in their career? Like another way to see this, you know, at the same time, you've been involved with so many of the different aforementioned talented people, artists, bands throughout your timeline that we've discussed, you know, your relationship with your bandmates, the fans over 35 years, culminating 13 albums. I'm always excited to see where you go from one point in your life to another. Here we are new chapter with your Testament, new chapter with your life as a musician, as a front man, hell, uh, as a human being, do you ever just stop for a moment to take a look back at how far you've come? Yeah. I mean, there's so many little things that I've got recognized or recognition for things I've done or, or, you know, music from, from being music to anything. I mean, from recognition on my tribe, you know, when I go up to the reservation and, yeah. and donate time to, you know, do the fry bread, I'm, I'm usually the MC up there during the fry bread competition up there, you know, so I, 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 I do so much, but I, I look at it now in my life, especially the music part of it, because when we were younger, it was it was it was competition. You know, you're kind of competing against the other bands. You always want to have one foot ahead of somebody else. And that's what it was all about. But I think once we turned the corner after I beat cancer, it's went right out the window. It was like no competition. Who cares? We're writing songs now for us to make us happy. And and it's really been calming for me as a musician to know that I don't have to impress anybody. I don't care what people say. I don't, I don't go on social media to see what people are saying or, or about what we do. I, I, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. You know, I'm just enjoying yeah. life, getting creative because that's what I've kind of learned to do. And that's what I know is just how to be creative. And, 
And anything you do in life from just like if you're a weightlifter from day one, you lift a weight till you're in a weightlifting competition because you grow stronger. It's what I've done in music and just being a human being. I've been doing, inserting myself, trying to be a part of things. And I've just gotten better at things and enjoying them in my life. And here I am 35 years in music. I'm going to turn 60 years old this year. I'm like, holy shit, fucking 60, an old fucking man. You, you, mean, you mean Benjamin like, Button, right? When, when reversed. Yeah, yeah, that's about, that, that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel I don't feel that my age. I still feel young at heart, ready to go. I play a young man's music still, I feel. And I'm I'm in a real good spot. I'm, I'm happy in my life and home life and whatever I'm doing. My friends, I still got friends from high from childhood till now. A lot of people don't ha- get to have that. And I, I do have that. Mm-hmm. So. I'm very lucky, man. Very, very lucky. Well, so, and I, I think it's important to think about stuff like that because, you know, I've learned a lot about myself in the last two years and I haven't, I didn't stop to look back, you know, so that's why it's an important question. I always like to ask something like that. The more successful you are, I think it's easy to lose track of yourself. I think it's important to kind of just push everything away and kind of just look at it from the outside, kind of remind yourself why you do what you do and then go back into it. You know, right. I, I just feel like a lot of us haven't had the opportunity to do that. So Thank you for sharing that. I, I, I wanted to ask about that. And uh, I mean, governor of California, hint, hint, knock, knock, knock on wood. So <laughs> hopefully that's something down the line. We'll see. But uh, Chuck, now, before I let you go, we're going to do that surprise I talked to you about at the end. This is going to be real quick. This is the last part of the interview. Now, I didn't do this last time. Last time we did this, I asked you about the song lyric game. Remember that when I read you the lyrics and you had to guess All the right. song titles? Yeah. This time, I'm going to do something called the lightning round. All right, I'm going to go down the list. You just have to think quick. You have to think quick on your feet. I'm going to ask you one or the other. You, have to, you just have to pick it, okay? All right. You ready? Yeah, you're not yeah. nervous. You're fine. All right. Uh, what's the capital of California? Sacramento. All right, that was a test question. All right, governor, uh, future governor. All right, now we're, okay, let's get started now. <laughs> Red or black? Black. Vegan or meat? Meat. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Star Wars or Harry Potter? Neither. <laughs> Mexican food or Italian food? Mexican. Climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Climb a mountain. Country or hip hop? Neither. <laughs> All right. Now you're in California. I got to ask this question because of, of what's happened. The Dodgers or the Rams? Oh, man. I have to say the Rams. Ooh, I thought you were going to pick Dodgers, man. I've seen you in that Dodgers gear. Well, I guess because they, oh, they did win a Super Bowl. And you had two teams that won titles in the last year. So I'm a Giants fan, so we don't have to get into that. So, um, But I'm glad you guys won the title. All right. Halloween or Christmas? Halloween. Chicago or New York? New York. Dio or Ozzy? Uh, Dio. <laughs> Would you rather be able to move things with your mind or know the future? Uh, no, the future. If Michael, these get silly. Uh, if Michael Myers offered to buy you a beer, would you accept? Sure. <laughs> would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. All right. Last one. There's a time machine in front of you. It says the destination is Woodstock 99. Do you take the trip knowing what transpires there? No. Really? That was, you didn't have to think about it. Usually I have artists who say, well, do I get a VIP pass or do I have to be in the crowd? Because that's a different thing. <laughs> no. I, don't know if, I don't know if you've seen that HBO documentary on. I'm just, yeah. 
that was insane. I didn't even know all that information. That's all that, all those events you know, unfolded during. They keep blaming Limp Biscuit. It's not their fault. It's just yeah happened at that time. But um, <laughs> that was it. You did great, Chuck. Uh, do you have any last words? Just any shout outs? Anything you'd like to plug in or mention as far as testing? Well, just or uh, we're looking forward to get back to normal life again and yeah. back to playing music and and getting people to gather and and you know I think we're all facing a new world. You know, everybody moving forward, but, you know, let's see if we can all adapt. Well, man, uh, you have a great tour. Stay safe. Stay well. Go crush it, man. April 22nd, bro. I'll see you here in Dallas with uh, you're going to bring you're going to have the beer and the coffee. I'm going to have the beer. I'll be creation and beer will be there. Yeah, I'll be there for that. It'll be great to meet you in person, too, if they're allowing that for for the bands uh, when you guys go tour. So um, it'll be great to see you. Uh, Can't wait to see Testament again in person. Just just it feels like being back at home, you know, where you are at a show, seeing how yeah. you guys do what you do. So everyone who's listening, this is Chuck Billy from Testament. Uh, you can check us at co- uh, this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on interview on fire.com. We're also on YouTube. We're literally everywhere around the world. So Chuck, stay safe, man. Thank you from the bottom of my heart again. It's always great to have you back here. I'll see you next time, buddy. Cheers. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.